0: The Lord be with you. Yes, A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Amen. After feeding the 5,000 with loaves and fish, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side, to Beseda, while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up on the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and Jesus was alone on the land. When he saw that they were straining at the oars against an adverse wind, he came toward them early in the morning walking on the sea. He intended to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, "'Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid.' Then Jesus got into the boat With them, and the wind ceased, and they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the lows, but their hearts were hardened. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's first reading from 1 John chapter 4, we have some remarkable statements. First of all, the blessed apostle says that no one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us. In other words, although no one has ever seen God, yet because God has been incarnated in Christ and now lives among us and in us, we can show forth God. We can make manifest God's presence. We're like a sacrament in the general sense of the term. A sacrament means to make visible or to manifest. This is what St. John goes on to say in the first reading, God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God and they abide in God. So that mutual abiding, God living in us, Christ through the Spirit, means that he now can live through us and visibly through our love and our actions. He goes on to say, God is love and those who abide in love abide in God and God abides in them. And then the next remarkable statement is that because of this mutual abiding, because of this intimacy that we have the privilege of enjoying, we may have boldness on the day of judgment. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. Well, there's a beautiful statement. We can have boldness not only now in our lives, despite all that's going on, and peace, but most especially on the day of our judgment, because we've lived in that mutual abiding presence and allowed God living in and through us to transform us first and make us like him. Well, we know how difficult this is, just practically speaking, because we're human and we're still affected by original sin, And when we try to love the way that Jesus is inviting us to and his apostle John, we come up against our limitations and our fallenness. But Jesus gives us the answer to that dilemma. In today's gospel from Mark chapter six, Mark who's writing the gospel says that Jesus, after this great miracle of multiplying the loaves and the fish, goes up the mountain to pray to his father and spends a great amount of time in prayer. That's the answer. Now, on the contrary, the apostles who experienced that great miracle, it doesn't say that they prayed. Rather, they got into a boat and went to the other side to go on ahead. What does this lack of prayer result in? While they're in the boat, a headwind comes along They're fighting against this wind, they're exhausting themselves. And then Jesus comes to them walking on the sea. Rather than have that boldness, that intimacy, they are afraid. In fact, they're terrified. But Jesus says, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And he gets into the boat. Well, the boat represents the church. It represents our soul. Will we allow Christ to get into our boat? That only comes through prayer, because we experience great miracles every day, especially you who come to daily mass. And so we're invited to take the great miracle that we're about to experience and to contemplate what that really means, practically speaking for us, and allow that to come in and change us daily. So we become more and more bold, unafraid. Mark goes on to say that Jesus intended to pass them by. Now that's a formula statement that's repeated often throughout the scriptures in reference to God. And it has to do with a coming theophany or manifestation. We have just experienced the epiphany, the great solemnity this past week. Now we're called to not allow God just to pass us by as if the feast has come and gone but rather to contemplate the great epiphany that we've experienced, and then, because we've been transformed, become an epiphany to others. Well, let's take the advice of the psalmist. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and needy and saves the lives of the needy. And that is us. When we recognize our need and our poverty, pray and invite Jesus into our boat through the Holy Spirit, then we become like a sacrament, making God and his mercy visible.